right, well, hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, guys, which means that it is vlog day, and I have got a whole super rad sauce vlog planned out for you guys. We're going to have some advocacy and news here at the top of the program. We're going to be talking about, ooh, exploding batteries, because evidently that's that's big headlines now. There's going to be some other news in, in there as well, some stuff from the FDA happening. We're going to have a beer tasting. We're going to have a whole bunch of shout-outs. We're going to have a whole bunch of first impressions. I do have some favorite comments of the week. I don't have a retro vape. Ugh. I had all day, man, to set up a retro vape, and I did not set up a retro vape, but I'm hoping to squeak in there a review for a thing that never did get a review, but uh, otherwise, yeah, welcome. We got an action-packed jam jam-packed and action-packed both both jam-packed and action-packed if you can believe that so as you guys are watching this on a thursday or a friday or a saturday or a sunday i'm i'm done i'm gons i'm gonzo i am splitsville i am going on a miniature vacation to las vegas with uh pickle it's her 30th birthday and we're meeting some friends there as well josh and ruby are coming down we're gonna hang out with omboyosi justin and erica from local vape as well one of the nights as well. It's going to be really good times, but the side effect of that is I will be gone. So things like responding to comments, uh, responding to emails, private messages on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that, it's it's going to be a little bit delayed. I, do, I plan on doing literally zero work while I'm in Las Vegas. This trip to Las Vegas is 100% about eating really good food, seeing really good shows, and gambling, and hopefully winning some money in the process. I'm not going to be working. I will probably be posting a lot on like Snapchat, my Instagram story, because yeah, that's what you do when you travel. You, you post on social media, but as far as like official work work, no, it's not happening for three solid days. I'm taking a day off, man. And then right when we get back, Moving time. Moving time. Right when we get back, we're moving. It's like five miles up the road, but it's gonna be a whole big long process. I'm hopefully soon gonna have a brand new dope ass apartment. I mean, definitely soon I'm gonna have a brand new dope ass apartment. I'm gonna have a new office, new wall stuff. There's not gonna be a window here anymore. This window is gone. This window is bye-bye. No more planes. No more, you can't see planes landing over anymore. I'm gonna be out of the flight path. In fact, my helmets, they're not gonna be there anymore either. Everything's changing, man. I hate change. I'm actually really excited to move into this new dope-ass apartment. Um, I, I've always wanted to live in an apartment like this and I'm trying not to be too cryptic, but it is a super dope-ass apartment. But let's dive in. Let's just jump right into this vlog with our first topic of the week, exploding batteries. So literally a mountain of people sent me this article to a guy whose batteries exploded inside his mod and he posted pictures of it all over Facebook. It has like 22,000 shares. The pictures themselves have like 60 to 70,000 views each. And a, a fellow named Steve sent me a link to an article in, in on, an, on a website. There's an article about it on a website. I'm not going to be linking to it in the description because I don't want to give it any more traffic than it already has, but this is something that you can certainly easily find. If you're a vapor on Facebook, chances are it's in a vape group. One of your vapor friends has shared it or one of your vapor friends has like sent it to you in some capacity. But there was this guy, this guy warns, this guy who got all messed up in the mouth. It knocked out his teeth. It looked like it burned his cheek pretty bad. He says he warns about the dangers of vaping after his e-cigarette 
explodes. And I have come to hate the term e-cigarette. E-cigarette is like my most hated thing now. I hate it because an e-cigarette is a thing, but that is not what exploded in this guy's face. It was not an e-cigarette. It was a high-performance vape mod. Apparently, his name was Andrew. He was in the ICU after his e-cigarette exploded. He had been trying to quit smoking after years of vaping and felt it was helping. Then, out of the blue, boom! It exploded in his face. Here is the message he posted on Facebook. And he said, well, he said, well, it's been a rough 24 hours, but I feel I have to share. Thank you to my family and especially Ariel for taking care of me. But yesterday morning, I was getting ready for work when I had something happen to me that I didn't expect possible. I'm currently in the ICU and doing well. So rest assured, these are very graphic photos. I vape. I know, terrible and uncool. No, not terrible, awesome and not uncool fucking really cool. But I no longer do, and I hope it's possible to sway those that do to maybe reevaluate or find other methods of smoking. I've been doing this for... Now this is... Look, that's that's really strange. I mean, that's really strange. That's a really strange thing to say, in my opinion. If he said... He says he vapes, and then he calls it terrible and uncool, and then he says, I no longer vape, and I'm hoping to sway people away from vaping. All of that is, is a really dumb thing to say. It sounds really fishy. So I got in a car accident um, shortly after high school and it was my fault and I, and I hit another car. And I didn't go on social media and say, look, I was just trying to get to work and my car hit another car. So I'm trying to sway people away from driving because I fucked up and hit another car. No one should drive. Driving is really dangerous. If you have to go to work, I would suggest a different method of getting to work. Do you see how little sense that makes? He says, I've been doing this for about a year now and I assure you, I did not do anything I wasn't supposed to. Mm. The battery was in right. I always had the shop put it together when I first bought it and add things and maintenance in the right way while taking their advice, but it exploded in my face. I've lost at least seven teeth, second degree burns to my face and neck, and I've been pulling chunks of plastic teeth and foreign objects from my mouth, throat, and lips. I was lucky and there was a huge amount of damage in the... I was lucky and there was a huge amount of damage in my room in the house. Why would you start a sentence and say, I was lucky because there was a lot of damage anyway? Please feel free to share this story. Take care. Thank you again, friends, work, family that have reached out to offer help. I greatly appreciate it. I did revise this to clearly state that before the laws changed, yes, it was easier for me to have them build my coils. <laughs> I did this after the laws changed and did everything myself. I never had any issues with overheating concerns until the unfortunate happens. I know, I know vapes help people quit smoking cigarettes and that is amazing. I just want to bring to light, I just want to bring this, I just want to bring to, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I just want to bring to light this is possible and they can explode without warning. I would have said, no way, that's possible until now. Thank you again for everyone that has not went to the instant 
this is fake and actually no, I'm real. This really happened and I'm blessed, but this could have been so much worse. Thank you again for those who understand the meaning of this post. Okay, good job. Good, good on you, Andrew. Really good on you. Okay, Andrew, that sucks. This shouldn't have happened. You're right. It sucks and it should not, 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 not have happened. This fella, Steve, also sent me a post. Uh, it's a, it's from the UK Vape Club on Facebook and a guy named Paul posted in that group regarding this. And he says, according to Paul, now I don't know who Paul is and I don't know who the UK Vape Club is and I don't even know who Steve is who sent this to me. This is all, you know, conjecture. But this is what Paul had to say on the subject. He says, I had a good chat with this guy that's gone viral, meaning that Paul talked to Andrew firsthand. He says, I had a good chat with this guy that's gone viral. He was using a mech. The shop had put the coils in a year ago and he didn't have a screwdriver. It's, the coils have never been changed since. He was using LG batteries and he didn't know what resistance the build was and clearly had very little knowledge on building or using a mech. If what he said is true, blame lies with the shop for bad advice and not asking the user the right questions with himself. What? If what he said is true, blame lies with the shop for bad advice and not asking the user the right questions and with himself for not educating himself on the equipment he's using. Yes, that we're gonna come back to that one second. This has happened at the end of the day and should be a warning to anyone looking to use mechs about battery safety and learning Ohm's law rather than vape hate it will generate. It can be perfectly safe if you know what you're doing. Yes, that, we're gonna come back to that too. To anyone using a regulated mod, mod with a digital screen and control over the power and other aspects, no, it is not going to blow up in your hands as long as your batteries are safely wrapped. Do your research on whatever mod you have. Please get to know your equipment. Happy vaping. So going back to my analogy of the car, if someone gets in a car and drives the car way too fast and hits a light post and totals their car and ends up in the hospital, who's to blame in that situation? The car, right? That's what we do. We blame, we blame the inanimate object, not the user using the inanimate object. If someone has a knife, in the kitchen and they're cutting vegetables and then that person uses the knife to accidentally cut off their finger while they're cutting vegetables, who's to blame in that situation? The knife, right? Because that's what we do. We blame inanimate objects. If a group of people are hunting with crossbows and one of the gentlemen with the crossbows shoots another guy right in the leg with the crossbow, who do we blame in that situation? The crossbow, right? because that's what we do, we blame inanimate objects. If someone has a vape mod that they're not using properly and they don't know the resistance of their coils and they don't know what batteries they're using and they don't know the ins and outs and safety aspects of a mech mod and it blows up in their face, what do we blame in that situation? The mech mod, right? Because that's what we do, we blame inanimate objects. No. That is not what we do. In every example I gave, the blame falls solely on the user. And Andrew, don't get me wrong, it's a huge fucking bummer that this happened to you, but it is the user's fault. If this happened to me, it would be my fault. It's not the fault of the mech mod, which 
I am using safely and have been using safely for eight years now because I understand Ohm's law, because I keep my batteries wrapped, because I understand things like mech mods and conductivity and resistance and battery amperage discharge rates and Ohm's law. When used properly, vaping is incredibly safe, yes even mech mods. Personally, I love using mech mods. I use them safely and they're a, a wonderful vape, a really freaking fantastic vape. So the moral of this story is yes, Andrew, that sucks. I wish you a speedy recovery and I wish that this never happened to you in the first place. Also, learn, please learn Ohm's law. Please learn how to vape safely. Don't blame inanimate objects for user error. End of rant. So switching gears a little bit to something a little bit more FDA related. Again, a mountain of people, literally hundreds of people emailed me this, but the first person to do it, I gotta give credit where credit is due. Fellow named Jacob sent me this leak. Comes from an article off of Vaping 360 and it says good news for vape shops and it came from the FDA. It says the FDA will now allow vape shops to change coils, assemble kits and refill tanks on site for customers without being designated tobacco product manufacturers under the new deeming regulations. The federal agency has just issued guidance on the rule for the first time spelling out in plain English what activities are allowed in retail stores. Since the deeming regulations were published, business owners have tried repeatedly to get clarifications. This is where vinyl and vapors, uh, due to unfair FDA regulations, this shop can no longer help you. I'm not an employee of this shop, so feel free to ask me. That's where this whole campaign came from. The FDA has now changed all of that. Following activities can be done without qualifying vape shop owners as a tobacco manufacturer which vape shop owners having to even consider becoming tobacco manufacturers is fucking bonkers, man. That is just bonkers. So the following is allowed. Demonstrating or explaining the use of ENDS. So that's their new terminology. ENDS, it's for vaping. It's electronic nicotine delivery system. Demonstrating or explaining the use of ENDS products without assembling the product. Maintaining the ENDS product by cleaning or tightening fixtures, i.e. screws. Replacing coils in an ENDS product with identical coils, i.e. same ohm and wattage rating. Assembling the final product from the components and parts packaged together in the ends kit. So yeah, this does seem like good news in that shops could now set up a starter kit for a smoker and show someone how to use a tank and replace a coil head in a tank, show someone how to replace a coil head in a tank or fill up the tank. It also shows literally how out of touch the FDA is with how vape shops operate and how vaping operates in general. The one that gets me is replacing coils in an electronic nicotine delivery system product with identical coils, with identical coils, which means if I had this Cosmonaut right here and it's reading a 0.18 and I go into a shop to get it rebuild and it comes out at a 0.17, Technically, that would be illegal because it's a different resistance and I would have to apply a different amount of wattage to it. How on earth is the FDA even going to enforce this? 
unless they have undercover agents with an atomizer that they know the exact resistance of, they go, well, listen, Johnson, this RDA is uh, 0.2. Go in there and get a new build. And if it's anything other than 0.2, we're gonna bust this shop. So yeah, some good news for vape shops in that, like I said before, they could set up a kit, they could refill a tank, they could change out coil heads, but there's still a lot of really bizarre gray area that you kind of wonder, how are they even going to enforce this? Let me know your thoughts below. If you're a vape shop owner and you weren't aware of this and you're aware of this now, let me know what you think. I don't own a vape shop, I don't run a vape shop, so if you're a vape shop owner, let me know how this clarification has helped you or changed your business in any capacity. Let me know down in the comments below. Overall, yes, this is a really good thing, but as always, as every new information that comes out from the FDA, it shows that they are out of touch and they're not gonna be able to enforce it. I'm sorry, the 0.2 to a 0.18 thing, yes, that's a different resistance and I will have to use a different wattage. Technically, that's illegal under the Food and Drug Administration, which even saying Food and Drug Administration enforcing rules about wire resistance can we just focus on how completely bananas that sounds? The Food and Drug Administration enforcing rules about coil resistance. <laughs> okay, I give up. No, I don't give up. I just, it, 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 it hurts, it hurts, it hurts my head. I feel he heaving breath, hot breath, heaving breaths of hotness on my head and it makes it hurt. So yeah, that's the news. Sorry, I didn't mean to get all riled up there. I promise this is a really fun blog. After we get past like the, you know, the news stuff and like the FDA and then, then the anger articles and the rage articles and all that stuff, we actually do have a really good time here on the vlog. So what I wanna do now to sort of calm myself down, get some nicotine into my system, we're gonna talk about what I've been vaping. Loading video data, Grim Green Industries, processing. One section found. Processing. Preparing video for playback. Now playing. What I've been vaping. Industries. So like I showed you before, the first thing I've been vaping is this TVL mod, which I don't know which TVL mod this is. I went to the TVL website, the Vape Lounge, and they have what looks like the Colt 45, and this is not the Colt 45. It's not the black copper edition Colt 45. It's not the aluminum Colt 45. All I see on their website is the Colt 45 and the naval brass TVL Colt 45, the copper Colt 45. This is none of those things. This is a copper mod that just says TVL. I got it in Arizona. It doesn't have any, it just says made in California. I don't know. If there's any TVL fanboys out there, which I know there are lots of you, and rightfully so, this mod's dope as hell. Let me know what TVL mod this is. I've got it topped with the copper, nope, not copper, brass recoil. This is the brass, brass anarchist edition recoil. It doesn't have the double R on there, the RR. Instead, in place of that, it's got this like uh, engraved etched on there. You're not gonna be safe. That's the anarchist logo. So this is the copper, copper. Come on, Nick, get your metals together. This is the brass, an brass. Why do I keep saying brass? Ugh, I'm so bad at this. This is the Brass Anarchist Edition Recoil RDA. They're not for sale yet. 
They're going to be on the local vape site soon. If I can get a link before I leave for Las Vegas, I will put it in the description. Otherwise, you'll just have to stalk the site and wait for them to come out. Anyway, what I have in there is uh, some juice from Surf, S-V-R-F. It's pronounced Surf, I believe. This is called Balanced. It is a coconut cream that is quite delicious. It gives me a slightly weird like gaggy sensation when I vape it. But overall, I really do like this juice. So many clouds, bro clouds. That's actually above a 0.2 ohm build. It's like a 0.22. And on a mech mod, it's just a little bit cool for my taste. So I might throw that atomizer on something regulated. And I've been vaping the, uh, you know, the Boss Genesis, the drama mod. I'm just going to call this the drama box mod from now on. Vaporize Nomad's Boss Genesis. It's the one with the Grim Green DHD logo on there and lots of fire and DHD and Grim Green. I've got that topped with the Sapor version 2 RDA that we're discussing in my Tuesday Bro Tuesday video. I've been vaping this dinner lady rice pudding out of here, and this is good, and it tasted so familiar to me, I felt like I had had it before, and then I realized that all came to me, this tastes exactly like Yig. I mean, it's the same color as Yig, it smells like Yig, it tastes like Yig, the dinner lady rice pudding, Nah, it's essentially YIG. Support 25 millimeter RDA with just the top airflow on. I got a 0.3 ohm coil in here, rocking it at 85 watts. Good, good vape. It is literally unbelievable how much that tastes like YIG. I've also been vaping this Nugget Pro guy, which is just, it's just a little lipo powered 80 watt banger. It is really unassuming and kind of boring to look at. It's just, as Phil Basardo would say, it's a deck of cards. It's a box that it doesn't have anything neat or cool or stylistic or anything. I uh, got the Mage GTA on top filled with normal view from Grim Green Signature. This is a 0.3 ohm coil at 66 watts, single coil. This is a friggin' delicious vape as well. I also went back to that Oni 133 from Vapor Range. I picked this up in Paris and I was like, I was looking around and I'm like, I want to vape a different mod. I've been vaping the same ones for a while now. I want something different. And then I saw this and I was like, oh yeah, that Oni mod from Vapor Range is a DNA 133 dual 18650. Boom, roasted. I topped it with the Sense Blazer tank, filled it with donut pounder. It's amazing. This Blazer tank is kicking ass. If anybody wants an update on that Jabo tank, the Rue tank, <laughs> insert the price is right, sad trombones here. For the first like hour that I was using that Jabo Rue tank, it was phenomenal. Just fantastic. I had it cranked up to a hundred watts and it was just pure clouds, bro, clouds. And then I started getting a little bit like of a dry burning hit sensation. So I turned the wattage down to like 80 watts, continued. So I turned it down to like 70 watts, continued. Turned it down to like 60 watts and it continued. And I was like, well, maybe the coil head's just running dry. Maybe I just need to burp it. So I opened up the top cap. I watched some bubbles flood in there and then I closed it back up. Got a couple of good pulls off of it, ran dry again. 
burped the top, watched some bubbles come out, screwed it back down, vaped it, got a couple more vapes out of it, ran dry again. So today I decided to take it apart and I looked at the coil head on the inside and it was bone dry, just bone dry. It was not wicking any of the juice and that really bums me out. Luckily I have another coil head. If that was just a bunk coil head, obviously I'll update you, but I was really bummed out, man. That Rue tank, that Jabo Rue tank lasted me literally one day and then the coil head was just complete shit. It stopped wicking. I'm gonna try out the RTA base, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, since Blazer filled with donut pounder, I've got this at a nice 118 watts. It's a 0.2 ohm coil head in here. Great, this is, a, this is a fantastic vape. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it so much. And lastly, uh, not gonna be a huge surprise to anybody, Noisy Cricket version two, Cosmonaut RDA on top, pink DHD cap. I've got this loaded up with Bro Trip, and like I said earlier, this is actually a much lower resistance coil. This is a 0.12, so I've got the Noisy Cricket running in unregulated parallel mode, and this is just also a really fantastic vape. I love it. I cannot get enough of this. In fact, this coming Tuesday, I won't have a Tuesday Bro Tuesday video, but I think I'm going to do a review for this, for the Noisy Cricket version 2, Noisy Cricket 2-5, whatever you want to call it. I've just, I've spent so much time with it. Fuck it. It's going to get a review on Tuesday. So yeah, that's going to wrap up what I've been vaping. I feel parched now. Let's quickly go over into that direction over there and we will taste some beer. People ask me to bring back the Stormtrooper bit. I'm bringing back the Stormtrooper bit. So yeah, the beer we're gonna be tasting tonight is something called Tiny from Weirbacher? Weirbacher. As I understand it, the Weirbacher Brewery is located in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, United States, wherebacher.com. I'll be posting a link down in the description. I truly and honestly do not recall where this beer came from. I did not buy this beer. Someone had sent me this beer. One of my amazingly awesome subscribers sent me this beer and I don't remember who you are. So if you're watching this vlog and you're thinking, Nick, what the F? I sent you that beer, please comment down below or shoot me an email, nickatgrimgreen.com, so I can give you proper credit for the Weirbacher. This is a juice called Tiny. It is a Belgian-style imperial stout, 11% alcohol. That sounds exactly like something I'd be into. I love Belgian beers, I love imperial stouts, and best of all, this does not have a cork on top. Boom, roasted, it's just that easy. I'm actually gonna pour this into my Chimay goblet and uh, yeah, we're gonna go bananas. Doesn't seem to be very carbonated or effervescent. Or effervescent. Dark, it is dark. That is a dark, dark beer. Look at that, got the whole bottle in there. That is a dark beer. I mean, I've seen a lot of beers in my day and that's dark. And you can tell that it's a dark beer because of the way that it is. Very little head on top. Smells Belgian-y. I get like those pruney, raisiny low notes. I actually can smell the alcohol on this. I don't know. 
I'm going to be surprised. Uh, I haven't looked at Beer Advocate or anything yet, so I don't know what this is rated, but cheers to you, my vlog viewers. This is for you. Not very carbonated at all. It is very, very non-effervescent. It does have actually a surprisingly crisp mouthfeel to it. Being such a dark beer, I was expecting it to be a little bit heavier, a little bit syrupier, but it does have a nice crisp mouthfeel to it. I do get a lot of those like stouty Belgian low notes, dates and prunes and raisins, like those kind of flavors out of it. I can taste the alcohol in this. It's kind of a predominant flavor, especially on the finish. It just tastes like very alcoholy, like very wine, very, very bourbony, I guess, on the, uh, on the finish. But I like it. I mean, this is a beer that I would drink. It's almost, it's a borderline like savory beer. It's got some sweetness in there, but mostly what I'm getting from this beer is a very savory component. Like I could drink this beer while eating a steak. Like it would go well with like really rare cow meats. Honestly, I don't know what to pair with this. Let's try that dinner lady. Since the dinner lady rice pudding is essentially yig, I'm gonna try it with this beer, see how it goes. Yeah, it's good. It's fine. Uh, it actually makes the beer taste a little bit sweeter when you have that yig or, sorry, dinner lady rice pudding component in there. It actually sweetens it up a little bit. I'm going to try it with donut pounder. No, no, no. First, I'm going to try it with normal view. And I don't know why. This is a citrus cranberry orange cookie and... I don't know. I want to just try it with this beer for some reason. I feel like it'll be interesting. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not great. It's not great at all. It's actually pretty bad. That was awful. But I do want to try it with Donut Pounder. Donut Pounder and Yig are like my go-to beer tasting vapes. I, I think they just go really well with a lot of vapes. That and, and for some of the lighter Belgian beers, I do vlog day. But for the most part, when I'm drinking something heavy like a Belgian quad or an Imperial Stout or something like that, Yig and Donut Pounder, that's the way to go. I'm going to try some Donut Pounder right now. Boom. That's it. That's good. That was a really good pairing. The cinnamony donuts uh, go amazing. Amazing with this Imperial Stout, this Belgian Imperial Stout. Now, let's click over to Beer Advocate and see what they have to say about Tiny from Weybacher Brewing Company. Uh, it's an American double Imperial Stout, even though it says Belgian style Imperial Stout, it's available year round. It says uh, ABV may vary, that's fine. They give no tasting notes or descriptions. This reviewer guy said the smell is of dark malt, slightly fruity and Belgian yeast aromas, taste is the same, as, uh, taste is the same with an alcohol finish. This beer has a lower level of carbonation and a slightly crispy mouthfeel. That's basically what I said. When I was drinking this beer, that's basically what I said. This is a pretty good stout, but the Belgian yeast used makes for some interesting aromas and flavors. It does. Spot on. Spot on, you UCLA guy. UCLA brew in 84. You're a good beer reviewer. I dig it. And once again, if you are the person that sent me this beer or gave me this beer, please, please let me know so I can give you proper credit. But yeah, let's wrap up that beer section. I'll continue to drink that throughout the vlog. Let's move right over into some shout outs. I don't know what these, I don't know what these fingers mean. I just did it. Shout outs. It is shout out time. 
All right, well, I do have some shout outs to do, and we're going to start off with this one right here. Hey, Nick, it's Joe from My Vaping Place. Um, I wonder if you could do me a very big favor. I'm trying to talk low here because I don't want my lady, uh, Chris, to hear this. I wonder if you could do me a big favor and give me a shout out for my lady, Chris. Um, she has, and I have been together for over 20 years, and for all that time, she has been on, she had been on me uh, to quit smoking, and uh, when I found uh, vaping, she has been 1,000% uh, behind me, and also when I started doing this channel, she has been ever so great and fantastic. I, I can't use the, I don't have the right words for it, um, in support of this, of me doing not only my vaping, but also uh, my channel. Uh, her birthday is February 12th, uh, mine's two days later. So uh, I wonder if you could just do me a big favor and uh, give her uh, a big shout out um, f on your one of your shows, either on your Thursday vlog or on your um, on your Tuesday show. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Take it easy. By the way, love your new format. Fantastic. Take it easy, man. Thanks again. Bye. Well, that's awesome, Joe. Thank you so much. I'm glad you like the new format. I love the new format. I love vlogs. I love Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. I like throwing random reviews out there. I love the new format, Joe. Thank you just for saying that, Joe. You get a shout out. Boom, right there. Bump that fist. And absolutely, Joe. Chris also gets a shout out. One of my favorite things, everybody knows this, is couples where one vapes and one doesn't, but they are still, you know, supportive of the other non-smoking but now vaping person. I think that's just fantastic. So absolutely, Joe, you and Chris are definitely shouted out. Keep up the good work there on YouTube and, and bump that fist. Uh, Josh C left this comment on one of my YouTube videos. I don't remember which video it was, but he said, hey Grim, can I get a shout out for my wife, Amy, who has supported me on my vaping shirt, on my vaping journey. She wasn't a smoker and vapes every now and then because she loves the flavors and I, I and she loves the flavors I get and always wants to try them. Sorry, you're not bad at typing. I'm bad at reading. She's also a teacher and says it helps her chill after a long, stressful day. She teaches kindergarten. Absolutely. She puts up with me watching all these vape videos on YouTube, but she actually likes your videos. Also, if I could get a shout out for my local shop, The Vapor Artisan. They've been a huge help as well and have taught me a lot about vaping. I was lucky enough to become best friends with the owner, Chad, who is an awesome individual. Him, John, and Stephanie are amazing. Okay, sorry for the long comment. Please keep up the good work. Let's keep on vaping. Yeah. Absolutely. Josh, you yourself are shouted out, as well as your wife, Amy, as well as everyone at the Vapor Artisan, Chad, John, and Stephanie. Boom. Consider yourselves all shouted out. And thank you, honestly, so much for the support. Thank you so much for watching. That just, uh, that just means the world to me. I do have some other shout outs to do right now. Uh, this guy, Scott, wrote to me and says, Hey, Grim, my name is Scott, and I sent you an email. <laughs> Hey Grim, my name is Scott and I sent you an email a while back telling you that I have been inspired by your persistence and advocacy, meaning you inspired me to not give up on my oldest son, Zach, age 16, who was always in trouble and sneaking out at night. That's what I, 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 I did that. Uh, I did that when I was 16 too. I was always in trouble and I was always sneaking out at night. I feel like that's something that 
16-year-olds just do. Anyway, now he has been keeping out of trouble and making better choices. On another note, I was having trouble giving up the stinkies. I was going between vaping and smoking, which is something that you should not feel bad about. My youngest son, Warren, age 11, went with a buddy of mine to do some secret Christmas shopping for his mom, his brother, and myself, and he bought me the best bottle of vape juice I have ever had. Artisan Vapors Cine Squares in 6 milligram. Since then, just the smell of a cigarette makes me feel sick. My boys are my life, and I feel like they saved my life. All the begging, after all the begging, after all the begging me to quit, now I finally have. No turning back now. Anyways, my boys are my heroes, and you are theirs. I know it would mean a lot to them if they got a shout out from you. So could you please do me this one solid much love and clouds, bro. Zach and Warren, daddy loves you very much. Thank you. Sent from my LG K10 LTE AT&T LTE 4G smartphone. I have to read the whole email, right? But absolutely, Scott, you are shouted out. Zach, you are shouted out. Warren, you are shouted out. You are all shouted out. I want a triple fist bump on this screen right freaking now. But yeah, definitely. Absolutely. You guys are shouted out. That's awesome. I, I, I like, I, I don't have uh, I don't have kids of my own and I, I don't plan on starting a family um, ever, but I think that's awesome. Kids and dads and being kids and dads and helping each other out and inspiring each other. That's just fantastic. That's just one of my favorite things of all time. So absolutely you are shouted out. I get so much shout out requests that it's almost unbelievable. Let's go back to August. Let's do a shout out from August. Shane writes to me and says, hello, my name is Shane and I'm 42, looking for a shout out request, not so much for myself, but for my daughter, Draven. First of all, Shane, that is an awesome name for a little girl. Draven, that's cool. She's already gained so many cool points in my book. She is seven, soon to be eight on September 3rd. Happy birthday to her would be cool too. And the one who suggested vaping to me back in April, feel free to use our names. And guess what? It fucking worked. In less than a week, a 20 plus year habit, closer to 30 years really, was gone and I'm so stoked. I've just fallen in love with vaping and when I get into something, it's all for me. One of my first YouTube videos was one of yours and I have followed you ever since. I love the culture of clouds too. I knew from seeing your background and your videos, I could easily watch you on a regular basis. You had me at Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars and vaping, just bringing people together. Anyway, thanks for all you do and continue to do for the vape community. Absolutely, uh, Shane, you are shouted out and your daughter, Draven, you are shouted out. And this is one of those situations where, you know, uh, 10 years from now when Draven's 18, she's gonna be getting a shout out from someone that she has no idea who, who I am. And in 10 years, I'm gonna be really old. You know, I hope I'm still making YouTube videos in 10 years. Would you watch an old dude in a Gojira shirt make YouTube videos? I don't know. I don't know if I would. But anyway, Shane, you are shouted out. Let's go back even further. Let's go back into, let's go back into like May. Let's do one more. We'll do one more shout out from back in May. So back in May, a fellow named Boris wrote to me and said, hello, Nick. My name is Boris. And yes, you can use my name. I come from Spain and I have been vaping for nearly a year after my father passed away due to pulmonar failure caused by cigarettes. I'm 18 years old, but I started smoking when I was 13 to be part of the cool kids. Yeah, bro, Boris, I did the same thing. I started smoking when I was 12 years old because all my friends were smoking and I wanted to be cool too. I was quite the big kid, so I suffered bullying and lack of self-esteem and cigarettes seemed a way 
seemed the way to integrate myself. Now I regret even once putting a cigarette in my mouth. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the same way. And you know what? As much as I love absolutely love vaping, I would have rather not done either of them. I would have rather not grown up being a smoker, and I would rather not have to have vaping right now. I I wish that I had never done either. Quickly, I got addicted, and by the age of 15, I was a -a pack-a-day minimum smoker. After my father passed away, I tried to quit cigarettes, but I just kept going back to them, even though I know that's what killed my father. Looking around YouTube, I found one of your videos, the MVP version 3. Wow, that's old school. And I bought it with the tank and it was the last time I bought a pack of stinkies. I would love if you could do a shout out to my favorite shop, Vape City in Vienna, to everyone working there, but especially Chris, Anton, and Charlie. They are awesome dudes that help everyone when it comes to the shop, especially the beginners. They explain everything, Ohm's Law, battery safety, what to do and what not to do, etc. It would be nice if you could shout them out as well as myself question mark? Thanks for getting this far and dealing with all of my spelling mistakes. P.S. To the dude that doesn't like the word toot, 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 toot. Wow, that's, bro, that's too many toots, Boris. But yeah, Boris, absolutely you are shouted out. Your shop, City Vape in Vienna, Chris, Anton, and Charlie, you are all absolutely shout it out. Sounds like they're running a great shop over there. And Boris, I apologize that it took me like um, almost a year to finally get to your shout outs. I have so many shout out requests, you guys. So many shout out requests. But if you have someone special in your life that you think needs a grim green shout out, which in the grand scope of the world matters very, very little, But you can always email a shout-out request over to nick at groomgreen.com. I might not reply to that particular email, but it does go into my shout-out folders and ones that I have like a special interest in will get stars and those kind of get moved up a little bit faster. But now I'm letting all my secrets out, you see? So yeah, let's wrap up that shout-out segment and let's dive right into some first impressions. So first things first, I got a package from Sense, and I know it's from Sense because there's Sense tape all over it. Uh, The rest of my first impressions are not actually even set up, but at least they are open. This is going to be the only, like, always cut away from yourself unless you're grim green. This is going to be, like, the only, like, vape mail opening sort of segment on here, and I have a feeling I know what this is but we're gonna open it anyway. Yeah, this is the Blazer Mini. That Blazer tank that I love so much, this big full-size Blazer guy, it comes in a mini size, it comes in black, it comes in stainless steel. Ooh, which one should I open? I think I'm gonna do the black one because I have the full size in stainless steel. I'm gonna open the Sense Blazer Mini in black. Oh, black with white O-rings. How amazing is that gonna look on this mod? I'm gonna put it on that mod. There is also some coil heads in here. And yeah, see, this is what Michael from Sense was telling me about. This is the Blazer 80-watt kit. And Michael from Sense told me that they're not going to be selling this kit anymore because the mod is too underpowered for the tank, which I thought was really interesting. This is just a single 18650 guy, and evidently it looks really super weird. Very clicky buttons but really super weird looking. What? Yeah, it's just a single 18650 guy. So let me get out an 18650 and put it in here. And he said it was too underpowered to actually power this tank. And that kind of makes sense because this blazer 
is a 0.2 ohm coil, but I have it at 118 watts. So if this is a 0.2 ohm coil head in here, and this only goes up to 80 watts, then yeah, it's gonna be a little bit underpowered. But the fact of the matter is there is a Blazer mod and there is a Blazer mini tank. So let me go ahead and get this tank all set up. I really wanna vape it, and I'm gonna be filling it with some juice that I just got in from Brewell Vapory. It is hard apple brew number 45, and it tastes like a juice that I used to vape, oh, way back in the day from a company called Pure Smoker. They had a juice called Apollonia that was like the best green apple flavor I've ever had and have not been able to find it since. So I'm hoping that this brew well is kind of like that. But I'm gonna come back after this is all set up. I just will just leave, leave it running. So I got this tank all filled up. The Blazer Mini retains what I am going on record and saying is the greatest top fill system that I have ever come across in a tank. You just spin this little dial on here and then it pops up and you just go and then you close it and spin the little dial and now it's closed. It's, it's my new favorite. It's my favorite top fill system ever. Airflow feels exactly like the Blazer full-size tank. I'm gonna go ahead and put this at a really low wattage. I know it's not gonna be great, but I'm gonna put it there anyway. That's just what I do with brand new coil heads. I like to juice them up and put them at a really low wattage. The heat from the coil actually draws juice in. So if you can take a, a short toot at like a really low wattage, it's gonna help actually get that wicking together. This Blazer mod is weird. It really super reminds me of something Inokin would do. And that's not like a slam against Inokin, but it looks like something Inokin would do, right? It's hard to see on video, but there's like this wheel here that's just arbitrary and wheel-shaped. And then the whole feel of it feels like Inokin. Even, even the display on here kind of looks like an Inokin display. Hey, at 56 watts, that was actually a pretty good vape. I'm gonna turn this up to 70 watts. This is a 0.3 ohm coil head in here. That is, uh, that's vaping really good. I I'm gonna have to max this out at 80 watts, but it's vaping. I could see that how this mod could be underpowered for this tank, but right now, it's actually a pretty winning combination. So it's not quite the green apple Apollonia flavor. It kind of tastes like a green, like a like an like a like a green apple hard candy. There's a little bit of like weird creaminess in this juice that I'm kind of need to get acclimated to. Brewwell has like a base flavoring that is in the majority of their juices, and it's like this weird creamy. It's not quite like cheesy milk, but it's a little bit of creaminess going on there. This green apple creaminess, it's actually quite nice in this tank. And you know what? This mod is powering this tank just fine. Granted, I do have it maxed out at 80 watts, but it's vaping. It's vaping good. I want to get this tank onto that device as quickly as I can because this black blazer tank is going to look so dope with the white O-rings on this Oni 133 mod. <sighs> Look at that. Look at those white O-rings. I'm sorry. That just looks so cool. I'm going to turn this down to about 85 watts. I think that's going to be the sweet spot. Fantastic. That is a fantastic vape. I like the way it looks. 
I like the way this tank looks on here. I like the way that juice tastes. I love the top fill system. How many mils is this tank? Does not say, I'm guessing it's about a three mil tank. I mean, to me, that looks like a three mil tank. Is quite, quite delicious. So yeah, there you go. Sense Blazer kit. Does come with a mini USB, a spare coil head, a tank, and the mod. So cool, so awesome. Uh, I'm gonna set these to the side. In fact, now I have two Blazer minis to possibly get going in some sort of raffle. And I got some Blazer mini coil heads, which, are these the same size? No, these aren't the same size at all as the full size. The full size coil heads are gigantic. What I need, Michael from Sense, is some full size coil heads, like the full size Blazer coil heads. I need like a single pack of those and then I would be a happy camper. So let's get this put away and let's get into something else. This came from Segeli and last uh, like two weeks ago, I got that Fuchai 213 Plus. So this is the Fuchai Mini. On the box, it just says Fuchai 213, that's it. It doesn't say anything about being a Mini. And they emailed me and said, we're sending you the Fuchai 213 Plus Mini. And then this came in the mail and I was like, oh, it's a Fuchai 213. I haven't even opened this yet. Comes with a certificate of authenticity, comes with an instruction manual, comes with a other thing, instruction security code. And then yeah, look at this, you got this little guy. And then once again, we have the tail of Segeli and the silicone sleeve. So first things first, this comes off of here as quickly as it went on. It is a tiny Fuchai. It's like a, it's just a single 18650 Fuchai. In fact, I'm gonna take the battery out of this blazer and I'm gonna put it in the Fuchai. Fuchai. Oh, okay, so it doesn't have the full color display. That would be cool if it had the full color display, but it does not. It has the old, just blue LED sort of Segeli 213 display on there. What do I put on here? Let's throw that Mage GTA on there because this is a higher resistance build. It's a 0.3. I'm gonna turn this up to about 55 watts. Look at that, it's just a little Fuchai guy. I mean, it's got like the exact same feel, the exact same fit and finish, the exact same really clicky buttons. That fire button is super, I mean, listen, that is a very clicky button. Oops, and now I'm in the menu. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Nope, back to power mode. Okay, here we go. Awesome, that's cool. That is such a cool little guy and it's really lightweight, like without a tank, it just feels so lightweight on there. It's just, I feel like I'm gonna, it's gonna float away. Okay, maybe not that light, but it does feel nice and light. It's got a bright display. It's a little, you know, I have a special place in my heart for single 18650 80 watt devices. I just do. I like to throw RTAs on there. I like to throw sub-ohm tanks on there. This is something that, <clears throat> this is something that if I'm leaving the house or like going for a drive or going to a bar or going to a rock show, I can just throw this in my pocket because it's a tiny little guy and then I can vape it when I'm allowed to. I just like single 18650 80 watt devices. They hold a very special place in my heart and this little mage single coil banger GTA on there, it's rocking. But yeah, what else, what else do I have down in there, down in this pile of stuff? Oh yeah, I got this guy from Siggo, and it looks exactly like the Praxis Vapors Banshee. And what I'm hoping is in here, I haven't opened it, I haven't looked, what I'm hoping is in here is a single 18650 
banshee looking device. I don't think it's called the banshee. It doesn't seem to have a name on here. Oh, it's called the tattoo. It's called the tattoo 75 from Siggo. So Siggo, they made the Praxis Vapors banshee and it's called the Tattoo 75, and I'm guessing by the name, oh, look at that. Look at that. That's a Banshee. I mean, that's that's a 75 watt little single 18650 Banshee. Do you see that? Oh man, I'm gonna be out of single 18650 batteries. Okay, let's put one in here. Uh, looks like positive faces down, which is interesting. <gasps> Same display. Same display. It's got the same display. Oh, I'm so happy it's got the same display. Throw the Watofo Troll RTA on here. This is something I've been vaping for a while, I've had for a while, it just hasn't been on video. So, resistance is 0.18, uh, the power is, what is, okay, obviously it's called the Tattoo 75, so it goes to 75 watts. I'm gonna put this at 55 watts, power 55. So great, I love that display. Yeah, that's definitely gonna need some more power. And it still says baby, baby, Siggo. Okay, let's turn it up to like 66 because that's a nice evil number. What was the resistance on this? 0.18 at 66 watts? Yeah, sure. Good. That is good. Siggo. Okay, watch. I'm gonna take a long toot and I want you to see what the display says. Ready? Baby, baby, good. Siggo. Sometimes it says baby, baby. Sometimes it says baby, baby, good. Sometimes it says baby, baby, I love you, Siggo. Weird. I mean, that's weird. That's a weird thing to do, but it's, I don't know, it's dumb. It, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect the performance of the mod. But look at that. Single 18650. I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is called the Tattoo 75. This is a single 18650 Banshee. In fact, it has wings. It has wings on the side. It's black on black, so you can't really see it, but do you see a wing there? I'm trying to look in the viewfinder. Can you see the wing? Can I get it in the right light? But there's a wing, but look at that. It's, it's a single 18650 Banshee. I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is a single 18650 Banshee. My tank is low. I need to refill it. Side note, even though it hasn't been on video at all yet, I, uh, I've i been really enjoying this Troll RTA. It's probably actually gonna get a review soon. Um, when I'm moving, I plan on doing some reviews um, just to have stuff up on YouTube because I'm not gonna be able to be doing the Tuesday Bro Tuesdays and the vlogs, obviously, because I'm moving. But I am gonna shoot some video. I'm gonna shoot some reviews and they will be strategically published as I'm moving, but uh, Troll RTA has been really super nice. I'm into this. <gasps> that said Nanu Nanu. That said Nanu Nanu Siggo. I wonder what else this says. Beast, 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 Siggo. Yeah, did you see that? Bobo, 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 Siggo. Okay, cool. That's just a dumb thing. I, I like this. I'm having a great time with it. It's got that same like really cool rubberized finish. It's got that same bottom. It's got the same buttons. It's got the same fire button and it's got that same display that I love from the Banshee. And now it's in a single 18650 with Tofo Troll RTA on top. Great. This is great.
This has been a really good first impression so far. So let's set that aside. As with all my first impressions, as with all my first impressions, I do need to spend a lot more time with these products before they get a full review or before they enter the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. And I'm not a huge fan of like reviewing stuff the week I get it. Sorry, that's not a dig that anybody that does that. I just personally don't like that. I need to spend more time with stuff. If I had reviewed that Jabo Rue tank right away, I would've been like, this thing's fucking great, bro. Clouds, bro, clouds, everywhere. It wasn't until like a few days later that my coil head finally gave out and stopped wicking juice. So things can happen in the time. That's why you evaluate things for a period of time before you talk about them. I definitely do not want to keep that silicone sleeve for the Fuchai though. Let's dig into this box. I don't even know where this box came from. It just says Volo 902 on it, and there is a tiger. And that reminds me of the White Lion album Pride. Am I dating myself here? I kind of think that I am. I don't know what's in here. Looks like an RTA of some sort. Really don't want to build an RTA right now. It's called the Pacer. The Pacer RTA from Keys. K-A-E-E-S. K's? Vaping K's for you. Sure, K's. The K's RTA, or the Pacer RTA from K's. Let's see what you're all about, buddy. Oh, I don't want to build. I just don't. I don't want to build. Don't make me build, Pacer. Don't make me build. Black orange O-rings? Uh, this unscrews? Nope, that's a thing. Okay. Does this unscrew? Nope, that is juice control, I guess. Airflow's on the bottom. Kind of a restricted lung hit situation going on in there. I don't understand anything that's going on right now with this tank. Oh, there are already coils in it. Okay, looks like there's some fused Claptons in there. Sure. It's a little two-post deck. You stuff your wicks down into the holes. Sure. You know what? I got a mod right here. Let's put this on it. See how even these coils glow? Not even at all. All right. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Since it's already built, I'm just going to fiddle with it. I'm going to put some, some wicks in here. I'm going to put some juice in here and then... Uh, and then I'm gonna vape it. We'll be back in a second with the Pacer RDA from K's. All right, so I got this RTA all set up. It actually came with some pretty nice little fuse Claptons in there. I just wicked it a lot like the Troll in and then down. You have to push it into these little tiny holes. It's kind of like one of those weird GTA style tanks where the deck isn't quite at the bottom and it's not at the top like an RDTA deck. It's kind of in the middle and you have to push your wicks down through the little holes. Seems to be working okay. My first impression so far, I do not like the way this tank looks. I could do without the like Tron looking digital curves on it. Do you see these like pulses of like carved out, like etched out lines? I don't like the way that looks. I do like the black and orange combo. And additionally to fill it, it's one of these jobs where you look for the drop and then you pull the top up and then you have a hole right there to fill it. And then you press the whole thing down and then that sort of seals it up. I filled it with one of those other surf flavors. This is called Satisfying. It's a raspberry and dragon fruit iced tea. It's rather tasty. This is a 0.24 ohm coil. I have it set to 66 watts on the Nugget Pro. It's a bit of a restricted lung hit, but really nice flavor. Honestly, it feels like a nice, wet, saturated vape. It's a very slightly, like I said, lung hitty. It's like a restricted lung hit, but the flavor on it, 
quite nice. This juice, quite nice. I like it. <sighs> so far, I like it. Keep in mind, this is literally the first two minutes of my first impressions, but I kind of like this vape. So this is the Pacer, and what's interesting is it does come with a little coil head. So I'm assuming, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming that that deck comes out of there and you can use one of their cotton coil heads, like a sub-ohm tank in there as well. Kind of wish I would have opened the, uh, the stainless steel one, but that's fine. I wicked it up with some dude wick and we're all good. I don't know, oh, this isn't stainless steel. It's like copper looking. Yeah, this one's definitely uh, coppery looking. It's copper with orange O-rings on there. Um, I don't know, it's kind of cool so far. It's kind of cool so far. I will say that it's kind of cool so far. I know we're not really talking about this juice, but this Surf Satisfying is really good. It's got this strange, like, I feel like they put culotta in it. Not menthol, but like culotta, like I get a slight cooling sensation from it. And it kind of like has a like a dry champagne-y flavor to it. I don't know. It's quite nice. Quite nice. Wicking seems to be holding up good. I don't have any leaks. I see some bubbles happening where the juice needs to be going where it's going. So yeah. Obviously, I'm going to uh, spend some more time here with this Pacer RTA. And uh, I'll post a link. I'll try to track down a link and post it in the description to this video. So you can check it out if you're interested. Do we have time for one more? Do we have time for one more? Yeah, I think we might have time for one more. So what I got from Joy Tech is called the Unimax. Uniquely maximizing your flavor. The Unimax. Oh, this looks cool. So this is one of those all-in-one jobbers and it's nice and stainless steel and it's got like these leathery feeling stickers on there overall it looks quite classy if i do say so myself joy tech now this one does come with a removable tank that has top airflow it, the the airflow feels exactly exactly like this uh what's this tank called pacer it feels it the airflow feels Feels exactly like that pacer tank. I'm assuming this is a coil head operated tank. Glass comes off and then there's your big coil head. It's got that top in airflow. It's kind of like a, an expanded, it's like a big, it's like a big AIO coil head, like the same ones that the Mi One uses. It's kind of like that coil head. I don't even have a juice that I can put in here right now. Okay, let me go grab a juice. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna put fairy wings in here. I don't have fairy wings in anything right now. I'm gonna put fairy wings in here. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna put some juice in the coil head. I'm gonna fill up the tank. I'm gonna take some dry toots and then I'm gonna get this actually up and running. I will be right back, but you won't even notice because magic of editing. What is the juice capacity of this? This tank because it has a, a big capacity this is like this is this is this seems like a big capacity to me I had to squeeze a lot of freaking juice in here and I don't know the capacity so it comes with brown stickers so you can put brown leather stickers on there attention unimax atomizer battery user manual atomizer user manual what's the capacity that's all i want to know i don't know it doesn't say it doesn't say anything about capacity in here i don't know it doesn't say anything about what the juice capacity is of this 25 in 25 millimeter battery 25 millimeter atomizer canthal 0.5 ohm direct lung coil head spare glass tube sticker usb cable manual spare parts 
I don't know. It doesn't say anything about capacity. I just feel like it has a big capacity and I need to stop saying capacity. But it's a really simple thing. It looks classy. No adjustments. You just press the button and you take a vape. It's not bad. I would like it to be a lot warmer, but I, 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 it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's a cool vape. It's a very chill, cool vape. Cool. It is really cool. And not, again, not like the Fonz, not like a cool, but like temperature cool. It almost feels colder inhaling on this than it does inhaling like regular air. Finally, I can get a dope-ass cloud out of it. So this, if this is a 0.5 running in an unregulated 3.7 volts, yeah, it's gonna be a bit, it's gonna be a bit cool. Overall, I think this device looks classy. I like the slightly darker sort of stainless steel mixed with the black stickers on the side, sort of, uh, pardon me, leathery stickers. You unscrew the top, you blow your juice. It's got top in and down airflow. So far, so good. Flavor leaves a little bit to be desired. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, flavor leaves a little bit to be desired. The Fairy Wings has tasted much, much better in a lot of other devices. Oh, I bet this Fairy Wings would pair, pair, edit. I bet this Fairy Wings would pair very nicely with this beer that I'm drinking. Yeah, Fairy Wings, Fairy Wings is a good beer juice. So yeah, interesting. That's the Joytech Unit Max. And obviously, I always say this, but like with all my first impressions, I do need to spend a lot more time with this before I feel comfortable giving it a full review or before it enters that Tuesday bro Tuesday queue. But I think that's going to wrap up the first impressions. Got a couple of things down there from Joytech, but we're not going to dig into those yet. We will get to those in the next vlog. So yeah, let's wrap up this first impression segment. Awesome. I feel good about that. I really like that Joytech thing. And I really like that Sense Blazer tank. That Blazer mini tank. That is super dope. I like that little Fuchai, and I really like this tiny little Banshee, and I know it's not called the Tiny Banshee, but I'm just gonna call it the Tiny Banshee. I even like this Pacer RTA. So yeah, what I'm gonna do real fast is kind of air some of the vapor out of here, and then I think we're gonna do a real quick review for a thing that never got a review. Reviews for things that never got reviews. All right, so we're gonna do a review for a thing that never got review. Now that I got my office all aired out, what we're gonna be talking about right now is this. Now this is a stabilized wood mod from Asmodus. It's called the Sylvan USA, which is a dumb name for it. They could have called it anything else, literally anything else. They could have called this the beer can. They could have called this the striker. They could have called this the snake bite. They could have called this the wood machine. They could have called it anything other than Sylvan USA. 70 watt stabilized wood box mod. Now, these are expensive, man. These are 189 bucks but I freaking love it. God, I love this mod so much. I use it with a K-Fun Mini V3. I set it to 15 watts on a single 18650. I can vape all day at freaking 15 watts doing high neck mouth to lung stuff.
good. It's just so good, and it's really lightweight. This was a mod, this combo actually, with the K-Fun Mini V3 and with the Esmodus Sylvan USA Stabilized Wood 70 Watt Box Mod. This is a combination that I took out with me plenty, plenty of times. I take this out with me to shows, I took it out with me to bars, I take it out with me when I go to Disneyland, just boom, right in the pocket. It supports a uh, pass-through mode, wattage mode. It does temperature control for nickel, stainless steel, and titanium. All around, it's just a really good mod. There's not much I can say about it other than it's stabilized wood, it's expensive, it's got a nice flat sort of stainless steel front part on here, clicky button, clicky up-down buttons, USB charging. It's awesome. It's great. It's just an all-around really fucking good mod. I'm giving this mod two solid banana stickers. Now the question is, would I pay $189 for this? No, bro. I wouldn't. I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't spend almost $200 on a single 18650 mod, even if it's stabilized wood, no matter how nice it is. It would have to be the most, it would have to be the most beautiful stabilized wood that I have ever seen in my entire life to justify a $189 price tag on just a little single 18650 banger guy. I have tons of single 18650s. We got that new, you know, banshee looking guy. This I would I would I would buy probably before this, but and I know that's a really that's I know that's a really weird thing to say. I love this mod so much but I probably wouldn't buy one. It would probably, it would have to be like 30th on my list of mods that I must buy again. It definitely isn't in the top 10, definitely isn't in the top 20, might make it into like the top 30. But what I'm gonna do is leave a link down in the description to Asmodus Distribution where you can check these out. Most of them are out of stock because they're all basically one of a kind things. There's one in stock of this like dual die edition. It's $189. There's a brown one in stock. There's a green one. There's a this blue like blue acrylic and wood and that's more expensive. That's $249. If I'm going to spend over 200 bucks, like if we're getting into the $200, $300 range, if I'm buying from Asmodis, I would definitely go with the Minikin Kodama, their stabilized wood dual 18650. It's going to be a lot more versatile than just a single 18650 banger guy. But with that said, it's not even in my top 30. I just love it. I love this mod so much. It's like it's like we're in backwards land. Like I love this mod so much, but I just wouldn't buy it. I just wanted to talk about it. I wanted to put it on video a little bit more. I've posted it on my Instagram at least a freaking hundred times. Probably that's not true. Probably like three or four times, I think. But regardless, it's a fantastic mod. They started 189 bucks and they go up to like, $250, $230, and it's just so expensive. If you have like, I don't know, money to waste, just wasteful money, and you're really in the market for a single 18650 guy that you wanna use with like a really high resistance dripper or a really high resistance tank, and you wanna get the most battery life out of a single 18650, 
this one, the Sylvan USA, the name that I hate. But yeah, it is what it is. I just wanted to throw that out there real fast. This is not probably, you know, this is not going to get a full review on YouTube. It's not going to be in the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. It's going to be right here. It's fan-fucking-tastic. It's really expensive. And no, I would not buy one if that makes any sense to anybody watching right now. So let's go ahead and wrap up this vlog. I've got a lot of cleaning to do. But what I want to do right now is uh, let's do some real quick favorite comments of the week. So comment of the week number one, Mr. Justin left a comment and said, you like to blur. I like to blur. My girlfriend loves the blur all over. Oh, bro. <laughs> That's gross. Like, yeah, of course, that's a thing that we all do, but you don't talk about it on YouTube, man. This is when I was talking about doing the, the Just Vape Stuff stuff. If anybody has any feedback for me on the Just Vape Stuff stuff videos, let me know. I'm going to do it again. Um, or I rather I did it again this week. I'm, I think I'm going to continue doing it because people seem to like it. I just dis disabled the comments and I, you know, go over to the original video if you want to leave a comment. I don't feel like that's too complicated, but yeah, you never know. Anyway, this guy left a comment that said, fuck people's data. Lol, get unlimited. We love the long videos. The longer, the better, the longer, the better. That's what she said. Tongue face. Yeah. The longer the better. I like doing long videos. I love vlogs. I love Tuesday Bro Tuesdays. And, uh, you know, that's just a thing. Lastly, this is the best comment of the week that I, I think I think I've kind of ever seen. Um, talking back uh, again about batteries exploding in mods and, and blaming the, the person, the user, rather than the inanimate object. Um, U.S. Fire Administration that found 25 e-cigarette industries between 2009 and 2014. The Fire Administration estimated that more than two and a half million Americans used e-cigs in 2014. That's a 0.00001% chance that it could happen to you. These numbers should be even less now with the available knowledge and increasing safety of vaping devices. Yes, absolutely abso yes. There have been 25 e-cigarette industries, injuries, sorry, injuries between 2009 and 2014. That's it, 25. And there are over two and a half million Americans using vaporizer products, vaping mods, and e-cigs. Your chances of that happening are so incredibly low and slim, but of course it gets blown out of proportion. You win, Scott. You win fucking favorite comment of the month. That is my favorite comment of the year so far. Let's see if anybody can dethrone you. So yeah, let's wrap up this vlog. I'm done. We're done with this vlog. We're going to wrap it up. Let me take a quick look around the room and make sure I didn't forget anything. Just my beer. But yeah, that's what I got, everybody. I'm going to grab my little Oni DNA-133 with that Sense Blazer mini tank on there. And I'm going to maybe eat some dinner and probably edit a whole fuck ton of video. But anyway, see you guys back here next week for the vlog. Don't forget, you're always more than welcome to join me here on Tuesdays for the Tuesday Bro Tuesday program. We do some actual reviews over there. We do Getting to Know Grim Green, and we always do a random juice tasting. And there's some viewer mail, mail in there as well. So you're more than welcome to join me here on Tuesdays. If not, I'll see you all back here next Thursday for another vlog. But that's what I got, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, yeah, let's keep on vaping.